pro football jokes. Make it uncomfortable. Ooh, man, I miss that intro and being here on the podcast. It is 32 coming at you. Jump is back on the pod. It is good to be here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, I was a little sleepy, and then that intro came in, and I am feeling juiced, ready to go. I am joined by two people. I think that's the best way to describe them. They're actually here. I know we've had some podcast discrepancies. Are they actually there together or not? But trust me, we really have other guests, not even guests, the foundations of the fundamentals, of course. Uh, The freaking beast himself, Alex, is here. Alex, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, a good week of football to talk about uh, and some weird news also. Uh, lot, lots of good stuff. Yeah, lots and lots of great stuff. And we would not be able to financially uh, continue as an organization if we had to actually pay this guy. And so thankfully he is our still unpaid, but definitely almost committed intern, Reeb himself. How are you doing, Reeb? I'm doing good. You know, just a team player. Do what I got to do. <laughs> That paycheck is totally coming soon, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> not like you guys have any any major expenses coming out that you don't no. no, not at all. Weddings are actually cheap, if you didn't know. Yeah. Well, PFJ will be uh, sending you a, a nice wedding gift dream. Oh, nice. Yes. It'll be a nice, it's a, a giant sticker for the side of your car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, football jokes. <laughs> and it's now the company car. <laughs> You'll have to pay for it, but uh, just some yeah, shipping so You have costs. to pay for it's it, fine. but we get all the benefits. <laughs> that makes sense. You might need to sell that car for the, the corporate. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. That's off air business. That's off air business. But Pro Football Jokes is doing fine. We're having a good time. And like I said, there's some things that. You would think this was a headline by Pro Football Jokes, <laughs> but it's actually real football. Uh, Super Bowl winning coach Frank Reich has been fired after, I think, five seasons or four and a half seasons as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts and re- replaced by another Super Bowl winner, not as a not as a coach, <laughs> but as a, as a player and uh, former consultant Head coach Jeff Saturday. Wow. Man, is he the guy? Is he the guy to write this cult ship that has been just frankly disappointing? I think uh, this <laughs> this was just such a funny storyline. Like, I remember um, talking to one of my roommates uh, when John Gruden got fired last year. Um, and, you know, he uh, he's, he's a soccer fan, you know, doesn't know too much about the NFL and was like was asking about it and was like, all right, who the Raiders is going to hire to replace him? And I'm like, well, they'll just promote, you know, one of their, um, you know, assistant coaches for inter- the interim coach and then they'll you know hire somebody in the offseason. And he's like, why is that? I'm like, well, you can't really hire somebody outside the coaching staff to come in midseason because they'd have to, you know, install their own system and everything. And, you know, there's no time to do that. And plus, you don't have the full pool of candidates available and everything. So, you know, it's very hard for somebody to just come in off the street and, you know, take a team in the middle of the season. You have a week till your next game and got to try to implement some coaching changes. Uh, but that's what the Colts are doing. Like, I think the weirder part of him, like, not having experience is just him not already being on the coaching staff i feel like that's the harder part of all of this maybe he was doing a lot of work as a consultant yeah the broad <laughs> broad word that is 
Well, his consulting is, you guys should pay me a lot more money. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there a couple days a week. How's that, Zach? Look, if you want a quarterback, hire me as your head coach. <laughs> I'll get you in a position to get a good quarterback. I'm bringing back Peyton Manning. Here we go. Take the <laughs> What do you mean we don't have Peyton Manning? How do we win? What do we do? You got Sam Ellinger. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I think it just makes me laugh that Jim Mersey, like it was even published that he had a strong voice in the transition t- from Matt Ryan to Sam Ellinger. And then when that clearly did not work out, then he was like, all right, well, we're just going to have to fire you, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't win with Sam Ellinger. Why are you even here? So We're gonna how, have to get rid of you. What, what this seems like to me, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but if anybody out there listening has ever played like a fantasy draft version specifically of NBA 2K, <laughs> so you are running your team, you do your draft, you get your players, you think the strategy is going to be awesome, and then you're kind of going through the season, you're simulating games and whatnot, and your team just isn't performing like you think they should. You get really mad at your star players. Maybe you play a game and you go, you know, two of ten from three and you think every shot should go in. The other team's making everything. Why can't you guys do anything? And so you do something where you exit the game, instantly just trade every single player and every Great single player you can. You fire all of your coaches and you just look for anybody and you realize there's no better candidates and you're just kind of – screwed but you're happy because it's just something different and that new thing hasn't failed yet uh and that's where he's at right now a little bit a little bit of rage firing and rage hiring by (laughs) ownership and that's where you want to be that's where teams thrive yeah uh so just to play devil's advocate like the the other option was him to you know promote somebody who's already on the coaching staff They they have a couple guys with head coaching experience, Gus Bradley and John Fox, I believe are both on the coaching staff. Uh, so he could have promoted one of them. They have Reggie Wayne on the coaching staff too, that he could have promoted. Um, but essentially you have the same guys there. It's like, you're not adding anybody. They just, and they just fired their offensive coordinator the week before. So they're running low on coaches there. So like, rather than move those guys out of their current positions, they're like, all right, let's just put somebody in who can kind of, manage everything and just keep everybody doing what they're doing. And I don't know, maybe that's just thought process. And he's like, not really the head coach, but just sort of like, you know, the, the, you know, he's an interim manager kind of guy. I would have rather he named himself. As head coach. <laughs> I'm going down there, boys. This is unacceptable. <laughs> Why do we not score on that play? Why'd you just score? It just feels offensive to Frank Reich that he thinks Jeff Saturday is going to do a better job to win football games than the guy who took Carson Wentz the farthest he's ever gone. Like yeah, it's just... it, is. <laughs> it definitely is weird. Like it's uh, I I go back and forth and like the, the firing guys mid season if that's like a good idea or not because it's definitely become way more prevalent as of recently. Like. It used to be like every once in a while a guy would get hot fired midseason, but now it's like every year there's at least one guy who's going to be fired midseason now. Um, and I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like why not just ride out the rest of the year with Frank Reich and, you know, fire it, at the end? Because it does make me wonder, just kind of on that vine, like, if you're going the route 
or if you think that this was done because they want to keep the tank alive and get the best draft position, you were losing with Frank Reich and you were losing with who you currently had. So like, why change it? (laughs) Unless you want to just eliminate every doubt and know that you're going to (laughs) lose. Yeah. Like he liked to talk to to Jeff Saturday. He's like, yeah, you, you really got to make sure we lose. That's what, that's what you're here to do. It's just like, I don't know. Like the Ted Lasso comparison feels apt. (laughs) I was thinking about that. Hiring someone because you want the team to fail. I don't know if Jeff Saturday has that charm, but <laughs> I mean, he at least like knows about football. I mean, like you know, he's you know he's been the head coach of a high school team. They went twenty and sixteen, so I mean, clearly he has a winning record. Uh, That's hopefully that translates. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, definitely definitely interesting when you're bringing in some. Some new people like that. To, to your your devil's advocate take there, Alex, I just think that was garbage. Just put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> anything for me. Fair. We didn't have enough people in the building to do the jobs that we need done. <laughs> so we just found somebody. <laughs> um, he doesn't know any of the players' names. He has no idea about anything that we're doing. But he can come in and just tell people to do something different. Yeah, he's, it's literally Ted Lasso. Like he's just coming in there. He's not. He's not making any game plan adjustments. But he'll just be like, you know, motivating people. I believe in belief. <laughs> I want Frank Reich to become the consultant for Jeff Saturday. What <laughs> 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 the heck should I do here, man? Jeff Saturday just admits, like, yeah, I really just. I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I need someone that I can just bounce idea off of. <laughs> I'm going to bring in this person. guy, Frank Reich. <laughs> I, but I just got to imagine that first conversation when he was asked to be the coach and he's like, oh, it'd be kind of, yeah, it'd be fun to be a coach. You know, NFL, maybe one day. He's like, no, no, no. Like, how about like five days from now? You're on the sidelines <laughs> of the NFL game. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally, totally be fun. I don't. I don't really think that's going to go over well. I was like, dude, I will give you millions. I, well, all right, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, if I suck, I mean, people will make fun of me, but they're going to blame you. So, like, I mean, did you hear Jim Mersley talking about it? Like being like, actually, it's like, yeah, what we do isn't that hard. It's not. It's not rocket science. Like we're just. He, he just. He, well, his like whole little thing. He like flipped a bunch. He's like, yeah, I want to bring an experienced coach and. So then I got this guy, and he, you know, he's he's different because he's not like one of those experienced coaches that's like <laughs> setting their ways. And it's just like, what is happening here, man? You're panicking. You're rage trading Damian Lillard, who's 27, and you got back nothing. Yeah, uh, certainly, certainly a wild spot. I mean, put yourself in, in in Colts fans' shoes. Are you are you trying to buy into this? Are you like okay? New blood, new voice. Let's go. Or you <laughs> just kind of like, be a coaching prodigy. And then the thing is, will the Colts actually draft a quarterback? Or are they waiting for like the next Andrew Luck? That is like such a surefire thing that they can't not draft him until three years later when they make him retire. <laughs> I think they'll draft a quarterback. Uh, it's supposed to be a pretty good quarterback class. It's so. it's a deep class, but like. Yeah, there's the no, top like, two are Bryce star. Young and C.J. Stroud, which I don't really like that much. Well, what I'm excited about for this next weekend to happen is the Raiders lose to the Colts, 
and then they fire McDaniels. I mean, Josh McDaniels and, should be fired. And they bring in, <laughs> I'm trying to, they bring in like Bo Jackson. Marshawn Lynch. Here, here we go. Here Marshawn. we go, Bo. Take, <laughs> take, take the reins for the rest of the season. Just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> Just, yeah, the, oh, my gosh. I'd bring Marshawn Lynch. He'd bring some toughness to the team. They would run the ball every play. <laughs> <laughs> and he would just go in the game. <laughs> we traded for Devontae awesome. Adams, but we're going to run every single play. <laughs> See, if you if you were the Colts, would you rather have Jeff Saturday as your coach right now or Cliff Kingsbury? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> does, does Cliff Kingsbury have his current contract? Because if he does, then I'd rather have Jeff Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> You want a fireable contract is what I'm getting. I'm trying to see. Are there any yeah. other coaches? Jeff Saturday. <laughs> are you, I already used Josh McDaniels. I'm trying to think. Who else out there? I, I just can't – like, if you're Jeff Saturday, like, what is your first day? Like, what what, what do you go in and do? Like, you're well, just like – He said in his first interview when he got there, he's like, have you met the players yet? He's like, nope, I'm doing that tomorrow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who's on this team? <laughs> I was re- I was reading the I was reading the reports of his first meeting and like you know the players aren't going to flat out say this is garbage, but they're like it's as good as it could be. You know he came in he owned it he was like yeah I don't know why I'm here either but we're going to play hard to the end of the season. They're like All right. <laughs> sounds yeah. good. Uh, but I mean it's it's interesting we'll see. Um, it hasn't technically failed yet, but. Uh, <laughs> That is true. I'm not not hopeful. I mean, again, if one of the – like, Frank Frank is not going to have difficulties getting another job. Like, he just won't. Uh, yeah. he, he's going to get almost any job he wants to. So, if you're firing a coach like that and bringing in someone that yeah, – there's not. going to fire Bill Belichick and bring in Frank Reich. Well, what would Jeff Saturday have to do to keep the job after this year? Uh, we don't even know if we want them if they want him to win. Like I don't know. I think he. I mean, Jim Irsay. I think wants a reason to hire Jeff Saturday as the head coach. I feel like he just has to win like a few games, and then they're like, "Oh, look at the positive, positive impact he's had." He's on just the team. skipping so many steps. <laughs> so let's see. They're three and five and one right now, so they got eight more games. So if he goes three and five, does he keep his job? Uh, I don't think he's maybe keeping four his and job. four. Four and four. Four and four will keep the job. Every not everybody goes through the painstaking steps of unpaid intern to unpaid intern, <laughs> unpaid, intern unpaid intern, unpaid intern until finally. I know I'll never be paid intern. <laughs> I like You're that. Just, there. There's like levels. There's unpaid intern one, unpaid intern <laughs> two, three. You're in the next bracket of unpaid yeah. intern. <laughs> <laughs> one more rung. Uh, but yeah, it, it is a weird mix. I know there's a lot of conversations around it. Networking is a part of life in really any field that you that you're in. Like having an in with someone of power gives you a chance. At the job, I mean, if he sucks, he's not going to keep the job. That's how it goes. Like, I mean, your right. your connections can get you the opportunity, but if you suck at it, you're not going to keep it. So, uh, I mean, it is unfair in a sense, but he did play football for that organization. He played well. He maintained good relationships, and, and like, I don't think it's his responsibility to say no, especially when somebody oh, yeah. wants to hand you a fat check for something. So, 
um, on that end. I mean, I hope over the, this, the, the summer they do their actual due diligence to hire somebody, but what do you guys think of the, the, uh, theory that Jeff Saturday is just a mole going in to find all the people that actually hate Jim Mercer within the organization. So they all can get fired. Not an original theory about me, but that is definitely possible. I don't think anybody's going to be like that honest with Jeff Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so you like Jim? Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can yeah, tell yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, Sorry, could you say that again? Just the cl- a little closer to my chest. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, that, that news is crazy. We'll be excited to report back on what we're seeing out of that team um, over last year. The Raiders should bring back – who was their guy, the, the, their interim coach from last year? Because he was awesome. Rick Bisaccia. Yeah. He that dude. really good. That, 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 the Colts are hoping they have their version of that because that came out of nowhere. And he was a beast, winning all these crazy close games. So maybe they can – Colts can do something like that. But in other, honestly, more surprising news than anything else, I would have believed pretty much anything other than this. Dan Snyder is actually going to pretend to sell the Washington (laughs) football team. Incredible. This is setting up to be the greatest just, you know, Charlie Brown pull the football away (laughs) from us as we're just so excited running to kick it. What'd you, oh, get so ex- what'd you get so excited for? It's just a minority share. Come on, guys. <laughs> Not selling the whole team. All right. It sounds like he's really going to sell the team. I don't want to jinx it, but <laughs> that's that's what uh, what has been reported. And, you know, nobody's done anything officially, but it says all signs point to that. And I'm just uh, holding out hope. I, I think uh, – think it's time maybe the team can um you know actually not be a terrible organization now and uh i some think Super this is the time we formally announced that pfj has made an offer and it's using we can't give you the exact numbers but it is using the money we have saved from never paying our interns so it is a competitive offer we're in the game and we're excited to take over leadership of this once storied franchise yeah it, it, it uh ian rapport did uh, report that uh the number for the uh franchise could uh, start with a six or a seven and our offer does start with an eight actually so we are we we feel it's very competitive Barry, also ends with an eight. <laughs> well, what digit. we actually yeah. did, if we're if we're being totally honest, because I don't think Dan Schneider listens to this podcast, uh-huh. team would be better if he did. Uh, we wrote a lot of zeros, but <laughs> we did a very, very almost impossible to see decimal point <laughs> in that bad boy, strategically yeah. placed, so they'll believe they're getting an offer they can't refuse. But it's actually financially responsible for us. So good job by us. We're <laughs> excited for that because we know he's not actually going to read it, and yeah. we'll be super excited. And it is totally legally binding. Uh, you know, he doesn't have anybody to review anything. So we're good. <laughs> yep, he's got, he's out of challenge flags. You don't have any timeouts. So you can't do the challenge flag <laughs> inside of two minutes. <laughs> but no, I, I think it is interesting. We'll see who actually does. But I'm just. 
kind of just spitball here, other than like for an organization to not be a pretty much hostile work environment for all of its employees and demonstrative and all that kind of stuff. Just daydream. How do you see your beloved franchise going? What do you think is going to be happening? What are the first changes going to be made? Uh, I think the first change is we're um, going to uh, start being good. Uh, just, uh, just immediately, the oh, players have not office. been trying. The players have not been trying. Automatically, Taylor Heineke turns into a top five quarterback. Yeah, I mean uh, Heineke is for sure. Uh, you know, can I start winning all these games two hundred to zero instead of one hundred to zero? So uh, mm. it's uh, it's going to be great. Uh, what I, what I really do think is gonna is gonna happen, um, and this sounds insane. But it's going to be so awesome for the football team, the commanders. Ugh, this, the name should change, too. That should be priority number one of anybody. But um, I believe they're going to have a home game, and they're going to look up, and they're going to see probably, I would say, 275 people in the stands, which is quadruple any game for the last eight years. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be nervous playing at home in front of all those people. I don't, I don't know what they're. they're they might even see a couple of jerseys. It's gonna be insane. They're they just seeing Dallas jerseys there. <laughs> there are also reports that the new owner will build a new stadium. So that, that I thought Dan be, Snyder was wanting to build a new stadium, anyways. There were reports that he may, but uh, I don't, I don't I, think I the league trust. wanted to do anything to help him. So <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah gonna happen but a new stadium would be great ideally something that's accessible to human beings yeah and <laughs> has a functioning sewer system that does not leak <laughs> sewage onto fans the, the last straw for dan snyder was the fact that uh taylor swift was skipping the the commander stadium uh on her tour and uh taylor swift fans revolted so yeah well, that'll that do it that would do it don't you don't want those Swifties coming after you? Yeah, you can't take that kind of heat. <laughs> years and years of death threats and just belittling and extremely low public opinion, no effect. But you lose a concert date, no coming back from that. Uh, Alex, are, is there is it true that if Dan Snyder decides to pull a uh, got him and holds on to the team longer that you will forgo your fandom of the Washington franchise. Um, that is uh, to be determined. <laughs> uh, You've been through so much at this point. <laughs> it's Just very true. It out. <laughs> Just tough it out for the rest of my life. <laughs> Football is, every Sunday. Football is pain. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, well, we shall see, but uh, you know, we got a Monday night uh, game against the Eagles this week, so that that'll be um, clearly a good one. <laughs> never, that's never gone poorly for us <laughs> for the Commanders. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, we're excited that the change is happening. We're excited for all the people that get to work for that organization in the future. It will actually be fun. Oh, gosh, craziness. But we've talked about two teams that are extremely <laughs> unlikely to 
make it past the regular season. Uh, I would bet way more on Jeff Saturday turning the Colts around. Uh, but anything happening with that Washington franchise, as hot as it is, hate to say it. Uh, but <laughs> let's go through the AFC first and talk about who we think is going to win these different divisions and kind of outline some wild cards. So probably one of the most fun and competitive divisions is the AFC East where you got the Bills, Jets, Dolphins, and Patriots all with winning records, kind of the exact opposite of the NFC North, but we'll get there. Uh, And you look at the Bills coming off that fresh loss at six and two Jets and Dolphins, both at six and three and the Patriots there at five and four. What do you guys make out of this division? You guys think the Bills still are able to hold on to it? Well, I think the big question is the Josh Allen injury. Uh, yeah. that, I don't know that Case Keenum can uh, win this division. Um, but uh, it, they have a big game this week against the Vikings. If Josh Allen doesn't play in that one, um, if they were to lose that game and then the Dolphins win, they'll be in third place in the division. So that. That would uh, not be great for them. Um, and I think the the Dolphins and the Jets, too, are, are for real. Um, so I, I don't think it's going to be easy. I do still think the, the Bills probably win it because um, I think they are the, probably the best team in the AFC. Um, so, I mean, I'd still take the Bills. But uh, Dolphins are, like, right behind them. I think the Dolphins have one of the best offenses in the NFL. I just, like, it – it baffles me how consistent Tua underthrows these deep shots, but like they still either make the adjustment to catch it or just draw a PI. And so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's just, it's so frustrating that they're like, Oh man, this deep throw Tua's like, it's just, they're not good. They're not good deep throws. And it bothers me. <laughs> the, the dolphins haven't uh, lost a game when Tua plays the f- full game. So see, that's why you got a, almost paralyze them like the Bengals did. <laughs> and then you can get a Classic win. Bengals strategy. <laughs> Classic well, the, dirty Bengals team. The Lions had their, their chance, but uh, no dice. Uh, if we look here, the, I, I would say the Bills are probably going to hold this division. Dolphins number two. I mean, the Bills have scored more points than the Dolphins, and the Bills have had a bye already this year. And they've, they've given up – a hundred less points on the season than, than the Dolphins have. The Dolphins' defense is not great. <laughs> the Dolphins have actually given up more points than they've scored on the season. So, I mean, they're good, but uh, we can kind of I, – I think hold on from saying they're the top tier. But, I mean, if Josh it's, Allen is out and, like, let's say is this – whatever it is, UCL injury becomes a thing and he needs surgery, their offense – is so reliant on him being just amazing and like a yeah. battering ram at some points that I don't know how they're going to perform with Case Keenum. Josh Allen threw the ball 70 yards with a hurt elbow. Yeah. He threw the ball 70 yards in the air with a hurt elbow, probably even further than that when you think behind the That's what I'm saying. It's there. absurd. But wow. like if he doesn't play. Well, if they lost yeah. the rest of their games, they'd finish at 6-11. and 11, So – that too. Yeah, that would, that would, they would probably not win the division if they lost the rest of their games. No, well, not they, probably not. But the bill. I mean, the Bills aren't just. I mean, offensively, they're they're definitely. I mean, put into that high uh, category because of Josh Allen. But defensively, they're pretty freaking stout. 
Uh, and then they have enough playmakers, I believe, in Diggs quite a bit that even with, you know, that Case Keenum, Diggs, Minnesota miracle connection, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to be an easy out for anybody. They're not going to be an easy out. I kind of want Case Keenum to play against the Vikings just for that story. Yeah, I think they'll be decent, but uh, it's uh, I I don't think like I think their offense isn't that great uh, other than Josh Allen. I like Stefan Diggs is great, but they don't really have much other than him. Um, and, and they definitely they don't have a good running game other than what Josh Allen does at the running game. Well, maybe uh, Case Keenum's been learning from Josh Allen. Maybe. <laughs> All right, so we'll kind of revisit that a little bit when we talk about wild cards, but we all picked the Bills to, to close it out. Uh, AFC West, looking here, you got the Chiefs, the least impressive 5-3 and three you'll ever see, Chargers, Broncos, and Raiders that are, you know, more laughing stocks than anything else, uh, sitting at 3-5 and five and 2-6 and six respectively. Chiefs win this division, no doubt, or do the Chargers actually do something they uh, rarely ever do? And I think the, I think no, the, the Chiefs, Chiefs are, are, the Chiefs are winning this. <laughs> This division, as we watch them in prime time every week for the rest of eternity, the Chargers are just once again decimated by injuries, and you know uh, it's. I, I was seeing like the somebody had like stat for like you know how how you're affected, but how each team is like affected by injuries, and Chargers were like by far the most. Does it change your <laughs> mind if I tell you that the Chargers have just fired their coach and brought in Antonio Gates? Yes. Okay. Now they're winning. <laughs> now they're going to win the division. Yeah, I think Chiefs, no doubt, on that end. Um, they lost Tyreek Hill, who is just showing the world that he's like the best wide receiver out there, and the Chiefs' offense is yeah. still better than it was with <laughs> Different, not quite as like just raw fun, but oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. Um, Patrick Holmes, pretty good at football. Yeah, I mean, he does stuff like, you know, like every like a few other quarterbacks have a crazy play, like Deshaun Watson when he had his helmet like pulled down over his face and he still threw it without seeing anything. Pretty dang good play. I feel like Mahomes might do that to himself. Just, hey, guys. <laughs> and just kind of make it a little bit tougher sometimes. It's pretty great. Uh, AFC North, a fun division here. You got the Ravens and Bengals battling it out. 6-3, 5-4, then Browns and Steelers. A little bit more talent on those back-end teams than, you know, Broncos, Raiders, I feel like. But still, it's kind of a two-team race for this division. And uh, Bengals are having some of their own injury issues. Ravens a little bit as well. How do you see this uh, division race going? Uh, I think it's – as much as it pains me to say it, I don't see the Bengals catching the Ravens, especially with – like we were talking about, the injuries that have kind of been piling up for the Bengals and just their – the back end of their schedule is brutal. They have to play the Bills, the Chiefs. Um, they still have to play um, all three division opponents, and they're 0-3 in the division right now. They have to play the Titans. It's just there's a potential for the season to just blow up here. But they were a, they've been a second-half team. They were kind of a second-half <laughs> year team last year, so maybe... Maybe they turn it on here, but Eli Apple being cornerback number one is scary in its own right. Yeah, I, I don't think they're catching the Ravens. I think the Ravens are really coming on as like one of the best teams in the NFL. Like their defense I, looks legit, and like they were great last week and the week before against the Bucks. And like their offense 
it just wears teams down. Like in the each of their last two games against the Bucks and the Saints, it just felt like at the end of the game, the Ravens that you just weren't going to stop the Ravens, and you couldn't. Yeah, you know, they were both teams were trying to come back, but the Ravens' offense just kept grinding them down, and that was without you know their top weapons. Uh, they just don't need it. They're just going to run the ball, and then Lamar is just going to make a few plays. I think yeah. that's what scares me is it feels like they are winning these games fairly comfortably after you know they gave away those weird ones at the beginning but they're winning these games now and it's not even like Lamar Jackson is playing his best football like he's missing a lot of throws his accuracy has not been great as far like my personal opinion and they're still handily winning games and I mean their offense is still producing so it's like they could get better from what they're doing now and they just got a pretty good edge rusher which was one of their kind of weaknesses yeah the ravens had a really good trade deadline i think the ravens would have been fun to get hawkinson um if they were able to add that and just kind of have an andrews hawkinson sort of being able to block and catch and i think that who needs wide receivers (laughs) kind of who does yeah like that i i think that would make the ravens better like say claypool or hawkinson who makes them better i would give them hawkinson um, to really? make them better, but they didn't do that, so not necessarily we're talking about too much. Yeah, I say the Ravens run away with that one. Bengals maybe hang on. Browns, sorry, Mari Cooper, you're doing awesome on a bad team. What else is new? Got him. Uh, and then looking at unfortunately Tomlin, I want Tomlin to somehow end up eight eight and one. Just he he's, earned he's it. Not gonna, he's not going to do it. I'm sorry. He's so <laughs> awesome. He's going to play quarterback next game. You watch. You watch. It's, it's just um, not going to happen. Uh, then we go to the AFC South where Mike Vrabel is like, I am just so good at coaching football. <laughs> Derrick Henry is still so much bigger than anybody else that exists out here. We're going to win some football games. Colts, we've talked about Jeff Saturday's chances. You look at the Jaguars and then the t- t- tough, tough time Texans. Uh, it seems like definitely the Titans division to lose. I don't know if they're going to end up with a one seed again, but I am just constantly impressed by this Titans team. Just how can you be good? <laughs> I, I I don't even know. Like the Titans, they just keep winning games. Like they're out there with Malik Willis completing like five passes and He's they're so bad. competing against the Chiefs. Um, uh, I think uh, I think there's enough evidence now. Like when I was asking y'all, should I play Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis in Dynasty? <laughs> you know, we're like, oh, Malik Willis, he'll get those rushing yards. It's fine. <laughs> That, that like they don't wrong. even run him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would they run him? They're just gonna hand it to Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I I don't know how the Titans just managed to win these games. Like that, they didn't have a receiver, a wide receiver, catch a pass in that Chiefs game. Um, I, I saw like I think AJ Brown has more receiving yards than all the receivers combined uh, on the season. So yeah, I like they, that he was just matter. making fun of them on Twitter too. The Titans yeah. would be pretty awesome if they had A.J. Brown, I feel like. Um, but they're yeah. still pretty good without them. <laughs> and their defense. And they're just they're just tough, man. They just go <laughs> out. But they it's, designated Traylon Burks to return off IR. So that'll – right. The new A.J. Brown. So it's fine. Let's go. All right. So let's think. So our four division winners, we're going Bills, Chiefs, 
Ravens and Titans. Nothing exciting there because they're already all winning the division at the halfway mark. <laughs> we are really good. You're at welcome for the analysis. Uh, but if we're looking at our three wild card teams, I mean, you're really talking maybe Jets, Dolphins, Patriots, Chargers, Bengals. You know, maybe if you see uh, Jeff Saturday making an impact, the Browns. So out of that, out of that range, who do you think are our three? Bengals, Chargers, uh, Jets, I, Dolphins, Patriots. I'd go Dolphins, Jets, and Bengals, I guess. I feel like the Jets are going to drop some just like weird games just because uh -oh. Zach Willis's play is so uneven. Yeah, Zach Willis he just, is so good. He just, kept, he just kept those receipts there, man. Watch out. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm look, looking at this team, I, I too do not believe in the Jets. I think the Dolphins are coming on strong. I believe in the Chargers actually making the playoffs. Uh, and I do not believe in the Bengals. So I'm actually going to go Patriots, believe it or not. Dolphins, right. Patriots, Bengals are not in it. Chargers are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, all right. I, I'll just say, like, the Jets, I their defense is so good, though. I think they, they have, have arguably the best defense in the NFL. And I think Zach Wilson has had moments – I thought that first game against Steelers was really good. I know I keep just hanging on to that one game, but <laughs> he played fine this uh, this last week against the Bills. And uh, I think, I mean, they have enough. Garrett Wilson also is just an absolute stud. Um, like, I think he's going to be, you know, a star receiver um, in a few years. And uh, yeah, I'm just hoping Zach Wilson improves. But they, they won this game. They beat the Bills, even with him, you know, just having like an okay game. So it's like he doesn't have to play out of his mind for them to be good. I would suggest playing with his mind, uh, if I'm being honest here. <laughs> That's just me. You know, I'm not, I'm no uh, Jeff Saturday. I'm not an NFL <laughs> head coach. I don't know what I'm talking about, but that's uh, no, interesting. All right. So I, you get, you've got the uh, um, Jets in there and the Bengals in there and not Chargers and, uh, and not the Patriots. And then, uh, yes. Reed, what were your picks? I'd probably go Dolphins, Bengals, and then Chargers. Mm, all right. Well, you guys are both right on some and wrong on some, and I <laughs> should be seven of seven. So, start by me. Uh, over to the NFC. We got the NFC East, which is a fun division for three teams that have winning records. And a team that's being sold. Uh, you got the eight and zero Eagles, the six and two Cowboys and Giants, and the four and five. Somehow, like you would be if you just like didn't really watch or look at the record for the Commanders, you would definitely think they're another three and six, two and seventeen. But they are four and five, which is four pretty. Five should have been five and four if they just you know didn't blow that game against the Vikings, but if they would have if they would have played in the first half against the Lions, they would also have that one. <laughs> yeah, if they had just scored more points in all their games, they yeah. would be undefeated. Yeah. They just needed another play where the ref tackles the Vikings. <laughs> that was strategic. He saw the ref there and he's like, oh I know exactly where to place this ball. I know so this the... ref's 40 times. There's no way he gets out of the way. Uh but looking at this here, uh, does anybody catch the Eagles? I mean, the Eagles are the last undefeated team in football, but they do not have a giant lead like the Vikings do in the division. Cowboys, Giants, you think the Eagles hold on? Yeah. They're, I, I think they are, like, the most complete team 
and they also have a really soft schedule. So yeah. I, I, I think they're going to, they're going to, it's tough to know. Cause like, it really seems like this year more than any other year, like a lot of teams performances are week to week, but every single time I've watched the Eagles, they just look mechanical in a good way. Like they're just slowly going down the field and, you know, like getting third and shorts converting. They just, don't look like they can be stopped. Like everything works for them. Just saying the lions put up 35 points on those chumps. <laughs> it, it was crazy in the, the Thursday night game. If you guys watch like the prime vision cast, like uh, the receivers are just so open. Like uh, Jalen hurts just you know, runs those like RPOs. And then just see, you just see AJ Brown just coming across the middle of the field with like nobody back there. And I'm like, this is just you're just making you're just playing on easy mode. He's also just rarely ever under pressure because that line is so good. And then even when he is, he's so athletic that he can just easily get out of the way of like yeah. of one rusher. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's just tough to stop them. They have they just have so many ways they can beat you. Yeah, defensively they're really strong. Their cornerbacks are awesome. Like the Eagles yeah. are good. Cowboys. We'll talk about them a bit more. Much better than I thought they'd be. Their defense is freaking awesome. Giants, another coaching Mike variable kind of situation of like how. Um, this is insanity. Uh, but we all go in Eagles for that division. Next we got – well, we all picked this at the start of the year, so we don't even need to talk about the NFC West. We all knew the Seahawks would run away with it, so <laughs> good job by us. Mm-hmm. Don't fact check. Uh, Seahawks 6-3, and 49ers 4-4, and four, Rams 3-5, and five, Cardinals 3-6. and six. The Rams and the Cardinals both just seem like they're bad. Yeah. Uh, the 49ers also don't seem very good, but like you still believe in them. So the 49ers have to play the Rams every week, and then they beat 17 to 0. I I think the 49ers are going to win the division. I think it's I, I think the Seahawks are good too, but I do think like the Niners are starting to get healthier on defense, and you know their defense looked like one of the best in football at the beginning of the season before they had the bunch of injuries. Um, yeah. What are and the chances they, they don't have a bunch of injuries again? Well, that's a fair point. But uh, their offense uh, with Christian McCaffrey, we still haven't even seen Christian McCaffrey and like Debo Samuel really playing together with you know Christian McCaffrey having like the full you know grasp of the offense. Um, but McCaffrey looked amazing last week, and then now they got Debo coming back, and Brandon Ayuk's playing really well too. Um, so and obviously George Kittle and Kyle Juszczyk, their uh, MVP. Um, but I, I think that that offense. I, I just think they're a really complete team right now, and I, I think they'll end up winning it. I I think the Forty um, ers is probably the better bet if you're going, you know, highest ceiling. But I I'm thinking the Seahawks here. They got a little lead. I mean, the way that they play is extremely sound. Their defense is coming alive as well. Uh, and they mean business. I think the Seahawks hold on to this division. They they only got a game and a half lead. Like it's not like that crazy a lead. Uh, yeah, I didn't say they had it locked up, <laughs> but they built yeah. themselves a lead over nine games of the season. They're over halfway through yeah. the season. They have a lead. That's true. Game and a half. I, I like. I mean, I like the Seahawks. I think they're a very good team. Their defense has gotten a lot better from where it was at the beginning of the season. Uh, Kenneth Walker is a beast. Um, and Gino's playing great. You're just he's writing off the Gino. best quarterback in the in the division. I guarantee you, he's not writing you back. All right, <laughs> who do you have, Reed? 
Seahawks 49ers, or are you making a stupid choice? No, I'm not stupid Cardinals. enough to. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury needs to be fired like yesterday. Bring um, in Larry Fitzgerald. I think I got to go with Alex here, though. I think it's going to be the 49ers. Just mm. the addition of Christian McCaffrey makes that offense just very, very spooky. All right. They're going to have two great games. <laughs> I think they've already yeah. played the Rams twice. So they, then, 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 then everyone's going to say, oh, dang, the injury bug got him again. <laughs> Are the 49ers just the Chargers of the NFC? They're just no, they made, the they made a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> they made a Super Bowl and an NFC championship game last year. and um, so They succeed yeah. despite the injuries. Yeah. <laughs> or they really don't. They're one of two, actually. They're either yeah. going yeah. like, <laughs> to finish five drugs. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan is an all-or-nothing type of guy. If, um, so, wait. So, if uh, if the 49ers did like go to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl this year, would Trey Lance still be their starter next year? <sighs> I mean, I don't think he should have been a starter. First, I don't think, so. think they I don't think they would care at that point. He plays quarterback. They'll try to get Geno Smith free agent. Pete <laughs> like, Carroll never give him up. Probably wouldn't. We're franchising. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good question about quarterback. I don't know. We'll we'll get that into our pro football jokes uh, off season preview. We'll get there. NFC North, we got the Vikings with a small lead similar to the uh, Seahawks lead. Uh, the Packers and Bears, and right at their heels, nipping at the kneecaps, is the Lions. Tough to pick a division winner here, guys. Want to debate it for a while? <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm going to go out on a limb and think the Vikings are going to win this division. I think the Vikings are going to win and then have a first round playoff exit because I still don't. Right, think I, I will say just to defend the like, I know everybody's like the Vikings are not don't deserve to be a seven and one team, and that's probably true. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I still think they're 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 like a good like if they were like if they were like four and five or something or like five and four, um, we'd be like everybody would be saying that they are better than their record because they uh, have been like in every game and like they should have won every game. No, so I, I don't understand why the Vikings, like you're saying, are get punished for winning. Oh man, they shouldn't be winning. Well, they are. They're just, they're just winning the football games. Like, well, they're, they're not asking to be called Super Bowl champs yet. They're just seven and one doing the thing. And everyone just wants to say that they, they suck, but, they're winning the games. You look at these Bills, and the Bills are so amazing. Well, how do you blow the giant lead to lose their first game, and how do you lose the Jets and all this kind of stuff? Like, it happens to, to good teams, so it's impressive to actually get the win in the end. I mean, the Vikings are about to get to the hard part of their schedule, so we'll see how they fare against other playoff teams. But I until I see differently, Vikings are a team that are going to be in every game, and they've made the plays they needed to to finish, including even seeing like they can make some kicks this year and stuff. So, good job by yeah. them. And it's like the reason we like think that they're not winning by enough is because they they have looked like the better team in all of their games. They just feels like they're like bl- making stupid mistakes and you know almost sort of blowing these games, but then they actually finish them. So you can't really fault them too much for like doing that. Um, I mean, you can fault them a little bit, but I, I think they have room to improve because they do look they look like a good team that's just making, you know, playing bad for part of the game. But 
then they're still finishing. So you got, I feel like you got to give them credit. Yeah, and I think that addition of Hawkinson, like I said, was a, a, a needed one for him. Uh, he's just a great player around for kind of what they need. Already had nine catches in his first game, gives them a reliable target in that way, and they're excited to use him. They're, they were a team that weren't complacent. They're like, all right, we have, we're in a good spot. Let's try to get better this year, and I think that was the, the right move by them. So I think the Vikings just barely hold off the Lions for this division. Um, and then looking at the NFC South, we have a very impressive nobody with a winning record. Buccaneers leading at four and five. Falcons also four and five. Saints three and six. Panthers two and seven. Uh, I mean, I, I do think the Bucks will win this division. I, I just don't think the Falcons can really get much above 500. And I think the Buccaneers will get to that 10 and seven mark. But it is uh, mighty ugly all the way around in this division. Yeah, maybe that eight and nine mark if I get it for them. I mean, I I don't know. I th- yeah, I agree with you. I, I'll I take the Bucks um, just because I don't believe in any of these other teams, and I think the Bucks have a chance to get back on track and be a good team. Um, but uh, I don't know. I haven't seen like too much from them to think that they're really that good. Um, but I, I just never count Tom Brady out. And I even if they keep playing the way they're playing, I still think they're probably the best team in this division. So. That Bucks Rams game was pretty depressing, though. (laughs) (laughs) Had a good ending, though. It was fun at the very end. Yeah. (laughs) Just seeing the last two Super Bowl teams look so rough. There does have to be a payoff for going to the Super Bowl. I mean, not every team can be the freaking Patriots and just act like it doesn't matter for years and years and years. I'm sure both of those teams would not do it any differently. Like you got a Super Bowl win, and now yeah. you just have a corpse of a quarterback. But I, I think all of us would uh, would take a Super Bowl win for our team. And yeah, then, uh, that would be pretty great. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's HBO, bad. HBO Hard Knocks. <laughs> Everybody's in on the lines then. Yeah. yeah. So no, they had no chance to focus on anybody else. Um, so going through this, we got Eagles for you guys, 49ers, me, Seahawks, Vikings, and Bucks. Looking at our wild card teams there, I'm going Cowboys, 49ers, and then that third one's tough. Um, I think I mean someone's got to win it, and unbelievably, I do believe the Giants are gonna squeak into the playoffs and put up a nice nine point game, lose nine to twenty one. <laughs> In the yeah. I have the same wild card teams as you, except obviously I have the Seahawks instead of the 49ers because I have the 49ers winning division. But yeah, same playoff teams. Um, the Giants, I agree, I don't think are as good as the rest of the playoff teams. And I don't think they're much better than anybody else who's in the NFC, but they have the like a three game lead on everybody else or something close to that. And I don't think. I think that's enough. I don't well, think yeah, anybody I mean, else the NFC is good enough to the go teams on biting at them are the Commanders and like the Falcons. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> Commanders are obviously going to do it, so never mind. Commanders, <laughs> go Commanders, go go I, Commanders. I think I'm the the same with you, Alex. The 49ers are not okay, cool. Glad we have you on the spot. Hey, I'm the same as you. Same as you. Agreed. Oh man, well, good stuff. We got our we got our teams here. You guys don't even need to watch the rest of the football season. You already know who's going to be in the playoffs there. 
Next episode, yep. we'll do our playoff brackets and run through <laughs> them, and we'll tell you who wins it all. Then we'll tell you who wins next year and the year after that. Then we start the simulation on Madden and Rage trading everybody. We'll tell you all the coaching candidates for all these teams. That would be a fun bit. We go team by team. The greatest (laughs) coaching candidates for it. Hilarious. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's end this with some overreactions. We're halfway through the season, so you can react to the most recent game or to the season as a whole. Who has a good one locked and loaded? Um. I believe that the NFL personally hates me <laughs> <laughs> on, on just on a strictly personal level. Um, flexing the Bengals Steelers game out of prime time on my wedding day so that it starts at the exact time as the ceremony. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to care. I'm very excited for this day. But come on, NFL. You got to put the Chiefs in another primetime game. <laughs> I'll be standing up there with with you, Reeve. I'll be giving you the play-by-play. <laughs> they just gave up another touchdown. Just in, <laughs> the middle, in the middle of the vows, I just say the touchdown. completely wrong thing. You, <laughs> you whispered in my ear, bro, just took another sack. <laughs> I promise. Bro, bro tours easy. <laughs> Bro's down. He's getting carted off. <laughs> <laughs> and then we immediately get divorced to be the shortest, <laughs> shortest marriage ever. Uh, I do think that's that is correct. The NFL is against you and your wedding, but good thing Pro Football Jokes is behind you. We'll help that's you get true. through that day. They're wonderful, lifelong, much more f- fulfilling than being a fan of an NFL team. That is absolutely and, correct. Uh, uh, how about you, Alex? Uh, my overreaction is uh, that uh, Jeff Saturday, he's going to bench uh, Sam Ellinger, uh, go with Nick Foles, uh, and then Nick Foles is going to lead the team to the Super Bowl. I did um, not know Nick Foles was on the Colts. Yep, yep. he is. And uh, they are Super Bowl MVP, gonna... but let's put in this Sam Ellinger guy. <laughs> and then uh, Jeff Saturday is going to become the greatest uh, coach of all time. Wow. That's quite that is as you know, I just did not pick the Colts as one of my playoff teams. They're still gonna win the Super Bowl. Bold as can be. Uh my my overreaction to just watching the NFL this season is there this will be the season of the most in-season coach firings ever. We've already had two, right? We're only at two. Yeah, we're at two. We're going to get to five. <laughs> Josh McDaniel, Cliff Kingsbury. Who else are we uh, thinking? I mean, you can, Hackett. you can go Hackett. Daniel Hackett, yeah. You can freaking go LaFleur. Just kidding. He's not going to get fired. But, uh, <laughs> Sam Campbell. Sam Campbell. Whoever's <laughs> 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 coaching the freaking Saints. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Allen. They're going to bring back John Payton midseason. Yeah, it's, uh, this, is some, this is some tough stuff. Who's, who's coaching the Texans? My gosh. Buffy Smith. Oh, God. Oh, no. They probably will fire First him. year head coaches who were saying are going to get fired midseason. <laughs> he picked like four first year head coaches and not even make it through. Oh, we've season. given you plenty of time. It's been like 10 <laughs> games. Hackett has had too much time as it is. 
Oh, man. It's just so bad. And then the impatience of some of these owners and me as a fan. (laughs) (laughs) It's just too much. Oh, gosh. I apologize to all the wonderful coaches, families that listen to this podcast. Ideally, you get giant checks in the mail as you don't have to work anymore and can actually see your brother, husband, father, whoever it is, and they can stop worrying about how am I supposed to win? (laughs) Oh, good times. Well, man, this has been a delightful edition of the Pro Football Jokes podcast. Kept it to a tight hour here. I hope you all enjoyed listening. It's good to be back. I should be back sometime in the next, I don't know, how long is uh, Jamar Chase out? Four to six years? Something like that. (laughs) And I'll be back. Yeah, just about. Pretty good. But let's go ahead and let's make it uncomfortable. Pro Football Jokes. Make it uncomfortable.